For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore Facebook's new live audio rooms, new group tools, shopping features, and a lot more with Mari Smith. If you want to understand how to benefit from these Facebook changes, then be sure to stick around. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. If you want to go a lot deeper, be sure to check out our Social Media Marketing Society, where you can get instant access to more than 100 deep workshops on marketing, live monthly training, and support from a welcoming community of marketers just like us. Visit socialmediasociety.info to get all the info. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Also, quick announcement. We are hiring a director of marketing. We're seeking someone to join the team here in San Diego and to work directly with me. So if you or someone you know has a proven track record of converting fans into customers, would you let them know about this job opportunity? You can send them to socialmediaexaminer.com slash job. We have amazing pay, amazing benefits, and you have a chance to join me and maybe change the world. And now for this week's expert guest, Mari Smith is the leading expert on Facebook marketing and author of the new Relationship Marketing. She's also a popular speaker and regular guest on this show and the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Welcome back, Mari. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, greetings. Doing awesome. Thanks for having me back as always. So we've got a lot to talk about, Mari. Facebook launched live audio rooms and podcast streaming mm -hmm. literally very recently. So why don't we start with live audio rooms? What are they? What do we need to know about them? Okie dokie. Well, most folks probably have heard of Clubhouse and Clubhouse basically has pretty much put social audio on the map. And the cool thing is like we're doing right now, I know that a lot of folks will be listening to your podcast later, audio only, but right now we are actually recording live on camera. The cool thing with live audio rooms on Facebook is that you can gather up your audience and broadcast on your page or in a group or from your profile and people can just listen. They can just listen, no need to get camera ready. So there's Clubhouse, there's Twitter Spaces, of course, you know, Spotify just launched Green Room. This is a very competitive space. I personally am super excited about being able to broadcast through audio and just experiment and see how my audience responds where I already have an audience. I don't necessarily want to go and build a whole other new audience somewhere else. So with Facebook Live Audio Rooms, it's US only for now, although anybody in the world can listen on iOS and Android. But it, it works only on iOS and it works only to broadcast as a host. I mean, accessible at the moment to just verified personal profiles. You have the blue check on your personal profile. Or if you're 
business pages using the NPE, new pages experience, and then to some select groups. That's just the initial beta test, and then they'll be rolling it out to a lot more. As we were just talking in the green room there, Mike, that you and I both have tuned into a couple of Mark Zuckerberg's live audio rooms, which he's done several times now to release some products, um, most recently on June 29th to announce Bulletin, which we'll talk about in a bit. That had 50,000 listeners at the peak. And Gosh darn, that thing sure as heck looks a lot like Clubhouse. <laughs> it did look exactly like Clubhouse and it was kind of cool. For the record, you and I are verified personalities, but we don't have access to it yet. So it sounds like it's super personalities right now that have access to it. So, yeah. so my guess is most people listening are not going to be able to get access to this right out of the gate. You know, one of the questions I have, Mari, is... I remember just recently, Facebook talked about yet another live audio product, which you and I have access to, but it was on Twitter. You had to have a Twitter account. Is this something totally different? That's right. That was Facebook's hotline. So hotline.co. How is this any different than that? It's totally different. So hotline was a company called, I'm spacing the name right now, but Facebook bought it, bought the company and it's come out of their NPE, different NPE called New Product Experimentation, which there's right. this whole department in Facebook that their sole purpose is to just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And so I imagine, Mike, that what they're actually doing is, is you know, utilizing components of Hotline and, and, and just you know, maybe pulling some of those features over to their live audio rooms. I'm not sure, but really the messenger rooms where that was launched last year kind of sorted to compete with Zoom. But then I don't know about you, this didn't really seem to fly. I don't know that many people doing a lot of messenger rooms. So now the live audio rooms is basically like messenger rooms without the cameras. And you and I were talking about how it's almost impossible to miss when you open up the Facebook app, right? I mean, is it just on mobile yeah. right now, by the way, or is it also on desktop? Do you know? It's mobile only and okay. iOS, although Androids can listen, but iOS can only for, for now. And that's just to start with. But yeah, so I noticed, for example, I was subscribed to a public figure and he had several live audio rooms scheduled. And so Facebook kind of readjusts your whole home screen when you log on to Facebook or you open up the app mm. and that dominates. It goes above the stories and really big. It takes up a lot of real estate on the phone saying, Hey, you know, this person's got live audio room coming. And then over on the side, it changes to say not just live video rooms, but it changes to say live audio and video rooms. So I tap that, but no, it still just says video for me. I don't have uh, audio rooms yet, but I'm sure it'll be coming very soon. And, and a couple other features, for example, listeners can send stars very much like the live stars that, that some folks have, and you get bumped up to the front row. You can also, hosts can connect to a nonprofit or fundraiser, and then listeners and speakers can donate directly. And we should clarify stars are paid almost like a super chat thing on YouTube. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it's like a tip thing that they pay a few bucks and it's just giving a little tip. Do you know, know if it's recorded or if it's only live? At the moment, it is not recorded. And see, that was the thing I was kind of excited about with that hotline.co where they were saying it's automatically recorded. And then the video portion on hotline was optional. So, but who knows if they'll even do something with that? Because it seems like they're really pushing this live audio rooms, given that Zuck's used it several times now. Well, one piece of advice to everyone listening is when this does generally roll out, it'll probably be advantageous for you to jump on it right away. Because mm -hmm. if there's one thing we know, they always give algorithmic preference to new features when they roll out. Remember when live video first rolled out? Like it was amazing exposure, right? So I think the applications here could be really big for marketers, don't you think? 
I totally agree. And the other cool thing is that live audio rooms are coming to select groups. Well, not at the moment, excuse me, select groups. But eventually all groups will have it. And I think that's super awesome because it's very similar like to Clubhouse's clubs. Well, if you already have an active group and you've got your audience there and you might want to do some audio chats and specific scheduled shows or whatever you want to do in your, in your specific group. Let's briefly touch on podcasting because a lot of people are confused. How in the world is that working with Facebook? I had people reaching out to me because it's like a lot of podcasters like yourself out there in the world. And they're like, oh my gosh, you know, but okay. So the cool thing is, is all you do is you're going to pull in your public RSS feed onto your Facebook business page. If you have ever shared a link to your podcast on your page, Facebook has, you know, they track everything. Of course, they know that. So they're, oh, you're a podcaster. So you may already have gotten an email. You might want to check your email to see if Facebook sent you that email inviting you to connect your podcast to your page. It simply adds an extra tab, just like you have, you know, live video and photos and posts and whatnot. Although the new pages experience looks quite different with the tabs. But nonetheless, you get a tab with podcasts. It's pulled in through the RSS feed. So you're going to get extra distribution plus social engagement. People can now chat and comment and react. And then I would, when you go to add the podcast in your settings, when you do get access, the, there's a little uh, button. You, it, I think it's actually um, default on, but it says to enable clips. And I personally would recommend you enable clips because that, what that means is your audience, your listeners and viewer, well, they're, they're viewing on Facebook, but they're listening to the audio and they can make little clips and share it. And it's still all tracked back to you. And it's going to get you more listeners, more subscribers, more downloads. So I think it's really cool. Have you actually seen one in the wild? Like, have you seen a podcast on a page yet yourself or no? No, because it's actually in like private beta. They've only rolled it to certain podcasters. Although I know some people in my community actually have it. I got invited, to be honest with you. I am a pretty big podcaster on the other podcast show, but sure. I accidentally didn't like the way it was pulling in the feed information. So I deleted it. And then all of a sudden I couldn't re-add it. So I wish I could give you all more information, but it sounds like it's coming for everyone soon. Right, Mari? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely coming soon. And just to be clear, and because I think folks were getting confused thinking that pod, um, Facebook was going to be a podcast hosting or that, you know, they're basically going to you know, compete with whatever Libsyn or wherever else, you you know, right. all the different Apple, etc. cetera. Right. Facebook recently launched music and podcast player. It's a mini player in partnership with Spotify it actually uses the same I think it's called Project Boombox. It uses the same kind of player. It's very different than their partnership with, with Spotify. Cool. All right. Let's touch on groups. Uh, there's been some new tools. If you want to briefly mention a couple of these tools and how they can maybe help admins of Facebook groups. Yeah, what's interesting here, Mike, is that, you know, Facebook's always looking to improve some of their major products, of which groups is certainly one of them. And there's massive groups out there, some in the hundreds of thousands or millions. And so, and some of them, you know, the larger the audience, the more you might have some challenges. And so some of it, they're like bringing in their AI to do like automated moderations, uh, helping to avoid potential conflict. And then they have a new kind of home screen to call just admin home. I don't know. I mean, unless you're a major big group moderator, owner. I do like some of these conversation management things that they've ad yeah. added, like automated conflict alerts, like these people, you know, and frequency limits. I would imagine if there's somebody who's a troublemaker inside the group, this would allow you to kind of like maybe 
keep an easier eye on them, you know, is my guess. That's true. That's true. Well, and it depends on the culture that you cultivate within a group. I know in my own group, Social Scoop, uh, the, the members there, the minute somebody posts something inappropriate, boom, they're like flagging it, yeah. <laughs> you know, letting yeah. my moderators and me know. So, so, but if it's automated, yeah, I mean, gosh, it could be through the night or whatever. And so, right. yeah, any kind of like admin assist, it's called content violation appeals. And, you know, the folks will know if they have access. It's pretty much mobile, predominantly mobile, but you'll you'll see the same features on your desktop as well. Okay. So Messenger mm-hmm. has a couple of updates. Yeah. What do you want to talk about related to that? Well, it's funny because I know we have a number of items on our list here today and there's some of them just they're just kind of meh updates, <laughs> but sorry, Facebook and Zuckerberg. It's only because they, they just keep coming up with things to keep people more engaged. So they got like new chat themes, the quick reply bars, you just tap on it and it's, it's, you know, makes it easier to respond to content like media, photos and videos that your, your friends and family have shared. Something that impacts marketers and businesses potentially eventually is the QR code that you can share with the payment link and enables you to send and receive money. From anybody, even if you're not friends. Well, how's that going to work? Do you think like, is, is that going to be like Venmoing money back and forth where you just hold up a, a code and then they scan it on their phone or something? The other person scans it on their, do you have any idea how that would work? Like Venmo? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's an aspect that we can already do that with Facebook pay and inside messenger. The, oh, you the can? change now is just the, the QR code. Okay. Make it even easier. Yeah. So let's talk about the shop stuff because I know you're excited yeah. about that. So yeah. Facebook has some new shopping capabilities. Talk to us about that. So for the longest time, we might have talked about this and certainly over the years, over the gosh, 14 years that we've been in this industry, Mark Zuckerberg has always had an eye on China's WeChat, which is really a super app. It's like the entire internet in one app. And you can do everything and anything inside of that app. And it's long been said that the only two apps that could compete is Facebook's WhatsApp and Facebook's Messenger. And and WhatsApp is the largest messaging app uh, outside of the US. And so Facebook will never compete within one app, but what the company is striving to do is to really meet the needs of the global population when it comes to not only social networking, but e-commerce, specifically mobile commerce. And so what just rolled out is shops, that's Facebook shops, also known as Instagram shops. They're pretty much interchangeable. You can have them on both platforms and it's now expanded to WhatsApp, which is absolutely huge really for any of your listeners here outside the U.S. in particular, or folks that do do business with people outside the U.S. that you have a shop. And then also on Marketplace. And I believe last we, we, we looked at Marketplace has over a billion users. So wait, Marketplace is on Facebook, right? Is if I- Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's an integrated baked in part of it. Mm-hmm. So Marketplace yeah. for the most part has been like people like selling their stuff to other people. Like it hasn't been business is right is that the difference here now shops are in there yeah exactly it's a retail i mean gosh it's really in essence taken on amazon yeah or ebay too right i mean like, eBay, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, so interesting so so they're putting shops everywhere is really what i'm hearing you say right shops everywhere yeah anywhere you yeah, anywhere you got eyeballs and fingers t- you know swiping. just before the holidays right so does this mean that marketers that are selling e-commerce products ought to really figure out a way to tap into shops i mean do you think that's kind of where this is all going? 
Yeah. So for example, Shopify is a you know, major e-commerce platform and Facebook has a very close partnership with them. So sometimes people think, oh my God, they're competing with them. No, no, no. They have a partnership with them. So let's say you sell products or you're thinking about it and doing some retail, setting up an e-commerce store and you really want to use Shopify or there's big commerce. There's a lot of different solutions. Well, you can integrate that with the Facebook shop. You don't have to do it all through their own mechanism and their Facebook pay, it's called. So the thing is, I I personally always get a little bit nervous about just putting all the eggs into the one basket, you know, and just letting Facebook have full control over it. And so I, I don't know. I think personally, I would probably do it through Shopify or any other e-commerce app you want, and then just integrate it in with the Facebook shop, the Instagram shop, now WhatsApp shops. Do you know if so, Facebook takes a cut or how does that work as far as if you sell something through a shop? Do you have any sense of how that works? Uh, I don't have those figures at the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's done like through Stripe and then Stripe has a small cut, a small percentages. That's cool. So mm -hmm. they have shop ads also coming, right? So, right. So, so talk to us about that. What's that mean? Well, it's personalized, of course. So the other part too is like, I always look to see like read the tea leaves or read between the lines of what's Facebook's strategic intent here. And remember a lot of this is in response to the challenges with the iOS tracking changes where it's going to be a little trickier to do retargeting with on the website retargeting. And so with these ads, one of the things that Facebook says is these shop ads are, you know, personalized, personalized to the shopping journey, because imagine if Facebook owns the entire ecosystem of somebody's like scrolling through Facebook stories, whatever it might be, Instagram reels, and then over there, they're over here on WhatsApp and all of this data. And then so with the shop ads, you're going to be able to do uh, like really the whole customer journey with retargeting and placing these ads to in all these different placements to reach your prospects and sell more. It's fascinating because they also announced that they've got some new advanced artificial intelligence that allows Facebook to recognize a product and then somehow make, allow people to purchase it. Did you look into this at all? Are you familiar with this? No, no, I'm not. So, oh no. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It, yeah. It was released on June 22nd. Yeah. 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 AI and yeah. It's both AR and AI. Exactly. Because the thing is that Facebook spent an inordinate amount of time and money in building this giant repository of this image recognition and gotten it so, 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 so good. So absolutely. So someone can upload a picture and it's like, oh, oh, that's, you know, Louis Vuitton shoes or whatever it might be, you know, it's like automatically gets tagged. Do you think that Facebook is ultimately trying to build something that's going to be competitive with Amazon here? I mean, do you think they're putting all the groundwork in place so that they've got the ability to basically sell, you know, eventually into an entirely enclosed ecosystem across WhatsApp, Instagram, Messenger, and Facebook? Do you think that's kind of where they're going? Oh, 100%, my 100%. Absolutely. And another component of the AI as we're just talking about is that visual search. You know, like you can do that Google Images. I use Google Images a lot. If I want to try to find the absolute, like let's say an artist or original photographer, you can do this reverse lookup on uh, google.com slash images, I think it is. So Google's long had visual search. And so now if he's bringing out this visual search to, it's like, oh my gosh, really like that pretty dress you're wearing. It's just oh, search for it, point their camera to it. Boom. Okay. Here it is. You can go buy it. Um, but yeah, this is the very beginnings of some pretty advanced ways to do commerce right from the phone, which has really actually been accelerated since COVID. 
for those that are uh, gray hairs out there, this is Facebook turning into America Online. <laughs> if you remember <laughs> the early days of America Online, right? It was the single source for everything. So you never had to leave it, right? So that's true. It's kind of fascinating. So, okay, there's a whole bunch of other news. They announced Bulletin, Facebook Bulletin. What is Facebook Bulletin? Uh, just give us the quick skinny on that. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I think people were kind of excited about this leading up to it, but it's basically Facebook's answer to Substack. If folks are familiar with Substack, another one would be Review, R E V U E, and that's owned by Twitter. And so both Substack and Review, they are subscription newsletter platforms where an author, writer, journalist, whoever it might be, creator, expert, they can build an audience of either subscribers who are signed up for free or to have a paid, a paywall. So that's in essence what Facebook's done with Bulletin. Now, interestingly enough, you remember back in the day when, when we had notes and notes were a lovely feature on both your personal profile or your page. And, you know, not everybody used them. And then they changed them, made them really, you know, with a good formatting like you can do in the groups, bold, you know, italic, underlying all that good stuff, bullets. And so and suddenly, I think it was last year, out of the blue, Facebook's like, Nah, we're going to next note. Sorry, you'll keep your old notes, but we're getting rid of notes. Now, boom, just June 29, they launched Bulletin. And lo and behold, they look a lot like notes. It looks like medium meets notes, meets Substack, meets review. So real quick clarification. Yes. It is an email service, but it also sounds like it's also like a blog post kind of service. Yeah, absolutely. So it's both. It is both. So for example, let's say, let's just take Medium, because a lot of people are familiar with medium.com, right. started by the same guys at Twitter, right? And so you can blog for free, basically, but let's say you didn't, you know, people are going to sign up to get a notification or an email from you when you write a new blog. That's in essence what this bulletin is. Now, what Facebook's done is spent months and months and months courting and wooing some pretty big name offers Malcolm Gladwell, for example, and basically saying, hey, you know, come and put your content on our site, build your audience. I believe they launched, last I looked the other day, it was like 12, only 12 creators. Yeah, I signed up for Malcolm's, but I haven't gotten any messages yet. So I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to work, you know? He's probably not written anything new since his first one, but... <laughs> Who knows? I, I just think with Facebook's inordinate power and a trillion dollar valuation, now yeah. the antitrust thing got thrown out of court for now anyway. Yeah. It's like they got so much money and power and resources. They could have done a so much more big splash with, you know, hundreds of creators. And I don't know why they're doing it so slow. You know, this is how it's always been, Mari. It's what yeah. they did with Facebook Watch. Remember when that came out? Uh, it was only a few creators that could, you remember, they had these special shows. That's right. You had to apply for one. The same thing seems to be happening right now with uh, the live audio rooms, right? So That's right. I think that they're testing it. I'm hopeful that it'll get bigger, but it is really it sounds like attracting creators, right? It seems like Facebook and all the other platforms are beginning to understand that if they want people to actively come onto their platform, they're going to need to recruit different kinds of creators, audio creators in the case of live audio rooms and written creators in the case of Bolton's, which I think is good news for us marketers that are good with creating content. Yeah. Because I think there could be a content marketing play here, but, but I would never ever build my newsletter on this thing. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> because you know, 
Facebook's going to change the rules, right? Yeah, because they're saying right now we won't take a cut of revenue until 2023. Yeah, yeah. Right now, Substack and Review their their pricings, their their percentages are pretty low. It's like four or five percent or something. So, right. But by the way, just to to insert in here, that Bulletin is also going to integrate the audio content too. So, someone do a live audio room or oh. their podcast. So it's going to you know aggregate all the different formats of, of well I, i'm excited to see what it is it's it's not available to the world right now so i'm sure when they open it we'll have you back to talk about it let's move to uh facebook now allows you to embed videos at a particular time slot which i think is kind of cool you know like youtube right now allows you to if you have a long video you can just embed it and have it play at a certain slot of time yeah i don't know many people that are actually embedding Facebook videos on their site mm-hmm. as much as YouTube videos. But I don't know. I think that's kind of a cool feature. I don't think there's much more to say about that. But I would like to talk about guides. I think uh, guides are coming to Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, I messaged you when I had it. Remember, I'm like, hey, do you yeah. have this? So what do you think about guides coming to Facebook pages? What could that mean? So I have it as well. And basically folks have ever been in a group or managed a group that had the old units that were called units. And it was a way to basically kind of parse out all your content and put them into kind of chunks and easy to consume um, chapters, if you will. And so then they changed units to guides. So Facebook groups that sometimes you have to have the social learning type in their category and you'll see your units are now guides. So that's a very, very same feature over on the pages And you can just go to, as you pointed out, facebook.com forward slash name of your page forward slash guides, or you might just see the tab uh, appear on your tabs. So I think it's kind of cool because, by the way, also they're available on Instagram and some folks might not even realize it's there, but you can totally go in and create a guide and have another tab. You know, you got your reels and your IGTV and (laughs) your guides, but it's a great way. For example, I'm going to be using it myself to just kind of aggregate and, and, and categorize some information together that from commonly asked questions or whatever it might be that I want to showcase more and have my audience be able to, you know, grab that content more easily. So Facebook announced that they're not going to take a cut of paid events and fan subscriptions for a couple more years. So what's the story here? Were they originally going to take a cut? How does that work exactly? You don't know. No, the original, well, they're always going to take a cut, but what they've been doing is pushing the date out and out and out. And so, for example, on the POEs of paid online events, similar to the fan subscriptions that they have and those stars, um, stars, they, they definitely take a cut because people don't even realize it, that, you know, you buy the people go the audience, the fans, they buy a package of stars and then the creator only gets a percentage of it, like 50% or something. It's a big chunk. Um, but with the fan subscriptions and the paid online events, and then also this bulletin saying, you know, they, 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 they were like, okay, it'll be June. Okay. Now it's going to be August of this year, 2021. And then now Zuckerberg is, uh, is saying, you know, it's not till 2023, and they just like to make themselves look good and, you know, throw Apple under the bus and say, oh, you've taken 30 percent. We're going to take nothing. Right. There's this cool new AI that I guess could turn your handwriting into a font or you can take an existing picture and like it can maybe be in a different language and sub out the font. Have you seen this? Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Is this a feature that's. Oh, it sounds like it's part of their AI research project. So this is really fascinating. They're showing a picture. I'm going to describe it to everybody. They're showing a picture of a bunch of uh, vegetables and it's in a foreign language. Like maybe it's uh, Spanish or Portuguese. And the AI system is recognizing, like, for example, a lemon. And it's actually writing in the exact same handwritten font, but it's translated into a foreign language. 
I think this is really cool. I don't know what the application of this is, but I can imagine if you needed to edit something that is already a graphic, you know what I mean? And their AI can allow you to go in and change the text. I think that could be kind of cool. Yeah, I think there's a lot of use cases. And it's interesting that one of the things that we do have to be mindful of is when you have something that's so like automated and has a lot of potential for good use, there could also be some potential for misuse. Ah, good point there. Stay away from deep fakes, for example. (laughs) So Facebook has published a report about augmented and virtual reality and kind of the future and where they see it all going. Anything that marketers need to know about where Facebook is going with augmented reality? and virtual reality in your personal opinion? At the moment, not necessarily, but I do think that we need to keep a a crazy close eye on it. Unless, for example, if you are a, as we've been talking a few bit about a shop owner and you, you do mobile commerce in particular, that some of the beautiful uses of AR and VR is trying things on or holding your phone up or your mobile device and just, you know, you want to get a chair over in that corner and you can just see it and rotate it full 360, change colors. You can literally mock up what would it be like to own this thing and just tap and buy it. So I think, yeah, for retailers, definitely need to really be paying attention what uh, Zuck and crew are doing with AR and VR. The VR headsets, well, not headsets, but the the sun, sunglasses, the, the smart glasses, uh, partnership with Ray-Ban, they're mm. supposedly launching this year. I think what we do need to keep an eye on is Zuckerberg has has always shown us for, you know, 15 years now, he'll put pedal to the metal on what he wants people to, you know, follow and gain a new trend. And for some time now, he said that one of his main priorities is what he calls building the new computing platform, the next, excuse me, building the next computing platform. And over time, I don't know, as marketers, it's going to be a few years yet, but there's already some pretty cool use cases for the, you know, Oculus headsets. I know like the Hilton Hotel Group, for example, that they do a lot of their employment training remotely for thousands of people all over the world just by using the little handsets and headset. I think it'd be pretty cool eventually for events, Mike. Could you imagine social media marketing world and you've got uh, everybody participating (laughs) in VR? I think Zuckerberg missed out on a big VR opportunity and AR opportunity during COVID. I mean, man, if they could have accelerated their virtual reality glasses so that people that were stuck at home could like experience the outdoors or experience events, you know, I think that I think yeah. they just kind of missed on a big opportunity here because, you know, they've been Oculus has been around for a long time. I just maybe they've been distracted with other things. Mara, you are constantly on the edge of news and um, you're constantly almost every day posting all these new exciting updates. Where can people find that if they want to follow you, subscribe? Where do you want to send them? The best place actually is my social scoop group and they can find that via my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Smith. So one with the blue check. So pretty much anywhere on social is good. It's a great group. I'm part of it. And there's always stuff being posted in there. Yeah. So helpful. And folks also, if you're interested in learning more about some of the things that we haven't talked about today, but some of the tactical things that marketers need to know in order to be able to do their job, our social media marketing society is something you might want to consider. We have a $1 trial right now. You can check it out at socialmediasociety.info. And if you listen to podcasts, Add another show to your lineup, which would be my show, the Social Media Marketing Podcast. And be sure to follow Mari. She is an absolute fount of knowledge. Mari, thank you so much for coming on. And until next time, everyone, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. We'll see you all then. 
The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.